You're listening to Band Geek with Richie Castellano on the Riotcast Network. Hey guys, Richie here. This holiday season, you can help support Band Geek with your Amazon shopping. Before you do your shopping, head on over to riotcast.com slash bandgeek and hit the Amazon banner at the top of the page. That takes you to your normal Amazon site, and then you do your shopping like you normally would, except when you check out, a small percentage of your purchase goes to supporting our show, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Thanks for your support, and happy holidays. This is weird. Wait so, a minute. Yeah, who's supposed to go first? All right, you're the guest, so you go first. Well, uh, am I the guest though? Because well, you're in my ha- you're in my freaking house. So well, you're on the first. you're on the hole. I am on the hole, but you're on band geek that's in my true. house. That's true. That's a good point. And I'm in your house too. So you go first. All right. Welcome to Hole Bishes. I am Rob Sprouts. I'm Chris Fortney. We're Dark Pressman. Richard Castellano. Hang on, Jarrett. You're on the other show. No, though. no. Actually, that's a good point. Are we going to discuss who's I got custody of Jared at this point? <laughs> Do you want him? You can have him. I mean, I, I, I kind of like him coming over and visiting. He and, does need you know. a forever home. <laughs> I, I mean, I kind <laughs> of invite <laughs> him. So, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody who wants me. <laughs> put us on McLaughlin. Won't you please help Jared? <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> In the arms so, of so the now we do mine. Okay. Yes, go. Welcome to Band Geek. I'm Richie Castellano. Joining me today is my co-host Jarrett Preston. What up, bitches? <laughs> On the drums is oh, yeah, with the clap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we actually have enough people to clap now. It sounds like we're a real audience. Um, On the drums, Andy <laughs> On the keyboards, Vin Innocente. <laughs> On the guitar, Andy Graziano. Our mysterious Wilson-esque voice in the background, Brandy Metaxas. Uh, My wife will be, uh, you know, jumping in and out. I think she's currently dressed as Chewbacca. Yeah, she's wearing a Chewbacca onesie, (laughs) and not as a a joke. Just concerns me a little. Uh, Comfort. Uh, You changed. What do you? What what character are you now? I'm wearing normal people clothes. Oh, now she's just uh, a. Oh, yeah. It's a black shirt and jeans. <laughs> <laughs> now she's just a regretful wife. Uh, no. So, oh. is, that your, is that your uniform? Black shirt and jeans? That's your thing now? Uh, Look at him. I guess. We like Steve Jobs-ish kind of thing? It's yeah. like uh, uh, David Duchovny on uh, Californication. Yeah. He always <laughs> wore less, less Richie Morland. No, I like to think of it as like a superhero out like closet where it's just like the same outfit but like n- n- 15 times. times. Have you I've been, looked at his dresser drawers? Like Doug? I hope not. <laughs> Let's all go upstairs and look at Richie's closet. Yeah. We'll we'll see what his bring col- the cameras with us. Fuck so. the music. We'll see what his color palette is. Yeah, there is none. <laughs> also, depending on Richie's where Richie's going, to gray. also depending on where Richie's going, the more zippers his pants have. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's, a, that's the truth. So, how many zippers on stage? 
Ooh, that's like a good a question. Mo- like what kind of gig? Top and bottom. Let's do BOC. BOC gig? Oh, there's at least like six or seven zippers on those pants. <laughs> so, so, and what about yeah. Morling Star? And, and there's penises behind every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about backstage. We're talking about on stage. <laughs> Um, our guests today are from the whole podcast, which is the podcast that started us down this wacky adventure. Oh, uh, it's the first podcast I've, I ever was a guest on, and uh, I watched them do it. I said, if these jerks can do this, I can do this. <laughs> no talent. <laughs> kind of like how we said it. Uh, um, Rob Sprantz, the godfather of the Riotcast Network. Sprantz, Sprantz, Sprantz. And Chris Fortney, arguably the most good-looking person we've ever had down here. (laughs) Look at that guy. Stop it, guys. I don't want to look too long. I'll get lost in your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't prepare Peter Gabriel today. So so I'm going to let you take it over from here, actually. Yeah, so so our guests today are (laughs) Richie Castellano and the Band Geeks. Uh, No, this is like a this is the first I think mashup podcast that we've done. Like I've been on yours and you've been on mine, and we've kind of blended. Yeah, but you know, I want to thank you guys for always allowing us to use you guys as our basically karaoke machine (laughs) anytime we want. And every time I ask you, I feel bad. And like Richie's like, yeah, man, we'll do it. And like. I wonder how much he was complaining. Amory, was he complaining that we were all coming here today at 12? Definitely not. No, not at all? I was very excited. I think she's lying. No, he was actually mad that I wasn't going to be around at the wedding. And then he was like, oh, yeah, it's at noon. I was like, oh, yeah. Why would I assume it's at noon? We always podcast at like 7 o'clock at night. But, no, he was very excited. Very excited. Yeah, and you guys have – like we haven't done uh, an episode of our show for like months. Really? Yeah, it's been months. Like this is the first one in a long time. That's on you, bro. Yeah, I know it's on me. I know, but but at the same time, no one else asked me if we're doing it. It's like you know, like I, I go like a month and a half, and no one's like, "Hey, we're gonna do one." If, of all people, Franco asked me if we were doing one. I was like, "Wow, really?" Um, but you know, I had I was telling Chris I had a, a, a bit of a story to tell. I was waiting for our next show, um, but I had uh, you know I had a little incident, um, a little health incident. Oh no! That I had where I'm fine now. Don't worry, it's nothing major, but. Um, I had this horrible pain in the lower left-hand side of my body, and I mean, like, really bad. And one night, um, it was, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, watching TV on the couch, and I get that. You know that feeling when you got a shit, like, really, like, you got a shit now. Like, there's two different kinds of I got a shit. Because I have to shit, and it's like, I have to shit now. That's Richie, like, four times a day. (laughs) So so I get that feeling, like, I have to shit now, only... Nothing's happening, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm fucking sitting on a toilet, and it's just no, nothing's happening. So I go uh, – I said, you know what? I'm going to go back and lay on the couch. The pain is excruciating. So I stand up, and I say, okay, let me go back downstairs. And I get woken up from a sleep from my wife who's right in front of me saying, I'm going to call 911. I'm calling 911. And I say, why? I was sleeping. And I look to my right, and the cat bowl is right next to me on the floor. So I had gotten up and actually passed out, collapsed, knocked over uh, a small table in the hallway, and just <laughs> fell and passed out. Cold. Wow. Like, out. So, um, you know, now I'm naturally fucking freaking out. So yeah. I go. Uh, it was late enough that I was like, no, no, no emergency room. I feel better. We'll go to urgent care whatever. So I see this, like, you know, Haitian doctor, and he's, like, pressing my stomach, and he's like, I'm sending you for a CAT scan. So, um, <laughs> so he sends me for a CAT scan, and usually when you get a CAT scan, 
they tell you, you know, you're going to get the results. Your doctor will have them in 24 to 48 hours. So as he's prepping me for it, he says, just so you know, we'll get the results to your doctor in about 24 to 48 hours. They'll call you. So I said, okay, great. So you do the CAT scan. And as I get changed, I'm walking out. He says, Mr. Sprantz, have a seat right there. You'll have the results in a few minutes. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That's not good. So I'm sitting in the waiting room. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And all of a sudden, one of the women behind the desk says, Mr. Sprantz, uh, answer that black phone on the wall. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I see the, like there's a phone, black phone ringing, and I'm walking up to it like at the slowest possible speed. And again, like you know, now in retrospect, I know what it is. But at the time, I don't know what the fuck I have. So I'm like, hello? <laughs> and there's a, a guy with a very heavy Indian accent on the other side. He says, Mr. Sprantz, I just looked at your CAT scan. You have very serious diverticulitis, but you also have a perforation in your intestine. You need to go to the hospital right now. Like right now, like you could die, like right now. And I'm like, uh... Aren't I at the hospital? What? <laughs> no, I was, no, I was, no, I'm at a, I'm at a um, radiology place. Oh, doing okay. It. So um, I say, oh, oh, so naturally, you know, I'm curious and scared. So I say... Well, how did how did they treat that? Is it with surgery or is it with you know antibiotics? And he goes, Mrs. Spence, every time you ask me another question, you are not in the hospital. You have potential to die. You need to go to the hospital now. <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. Fuck. Oh, so as so I'm leaving and I'm like, fuck. I guess I go to the hospital. And as I walk out, I think for a second. I walk up to the counter. I'm like, if there's any other place than this, is the best time. Excuse me, if you were going to go to any hospital, which one would you go to? So they tell me which one is like the cleanest and best. Yeah. yeah. So I go there, and one after another, these surgeons keep coming by, and they're poking. And, they, and I'm telling you, when you press, like, holy shit, like almost through the roof. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to give you something for the pain. I'm like, okay. And I'm, again, in the, mer- me. in the emergency room. So they come over. <laughs> she starts hooking up an, an IV. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? We're going to give you morphine. I'm like, I don't want – just give me some ibuprofen or something. I don't want to be fucking stoned for this. I'm you already- turned down the morphine? I did. I turned it down. I did. Because I don't want to be all fucked up. Like, you guys have DeLauden or anything? I Can I have a choice? DeLauden or anything? Can I have a choice? Yeah, right. Like, so um, so one after another – so I bring the CAT scans with me. So one after another – I mean, I'm talking like five different people come, and they start asking me the same questions over and over again. Now, I'm not in the greatest of moods at the moment. So, like, after four times, I'm like, can you just talk to the other four people? They know we have to do this right. So he's like uh, – and they keep saying, we're going to give you surgery. We have to – and then this woman comes to the last surgeon, and I say, you know, I am feeling better. Um, but if I have to stay, I'll stay. And whatever has to be done, of course, I'll do. But I want you to know, like, I do feel a lot better because they were pumping antibiotics and fluids in me, you know, for a, know, a couple of hours. So she says, so this is, this is how the surgery goes. We're going to cut out a section of your colon. You're going to have a bag on the side. So anytime you go to the bathroom, it's going to go in the bag. And then uh, you'll keep that for about four months. And then you'll come back and then we'll reattach everything. And then you'll, you'll be okay. We'll cut out the piece that has it. So I said, is that what? We have to do? She said, no, no. And I'm like, well, why would you tell me that? <laughs> like, I'm like, why would you tell me that? So she's like, I just want to let you know that why you should take this so seriously. I said, believe me, I took it seriously when I passed out. Like, I don't need the whole st- backstory. So she's like, the little perforation in your intestine, if that opens up, it's a whole world of bad. Because just basically your shit just goes inside your body and you're done. Now, I shit a lot, but not to that level. So... <laughs> So the bottom line was like I, you know, I went home, um, 
but I didn't eat for days and days. And, and you know, anybody who, who's been listening to our show knows that I've been doing this fitness boot camp and I had lost like 15 pounds and then I didn't eat for a week and change. So now all of a sudden, like I'm losing even more weight. Now I'm like the Elvis of the battle. I'll start eating again to put it on. Like Chris saw me eating pretzels. I was like, can you eat those onion rings? I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to put on a couple more pounds. <laughs> but, but that's, you know, that's, that was the whole story. It was scary. Dude. So you didn't eat the bag. Huh? You didn't eat the bag. No, I didn't need the bag. No, there's no bag on so, me. Like, I'm not going to jam me with a colostomy Wait, Did bag. they do surgery? They didn't do surgery. So they they kept it... me They they kept me and just kept pumping me full of antibiotics and fluids. So the perforation would heal itself. They figured it was small enough. And like it took five different surgeons to keep looking at it and looking at it. So Are you sure you're not shitting inside yourself right <laughs> now? <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm actually coming inside myself right now. Well, he was always full of shit, but now that's, that's true. true. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? We, we've been trying not to... To go clean the last like ten episodes, <laughs> but we're back, people. What did you we're think back, was right? going to happen? Bringing us here, you know? um, but yeah, so that was you know that was a uh, that was a wild little experience that I had for sure. And oh, um, you know, it's not the only reason why we didn't do shows for two months. Like that's not a legitimate excuse. I've also been busy. Laziness factored into it. That's part of it too. And again, yeah. no text from Chris ever. Hey, we're going to do a show. So like nobody seems to care except for me. Um, but uh, but that's what happened. To me. So, how is your colon then right now? <laughs> Robust. <laughs> what, what he said. You just made me terrified because I have the same thing. You have diverticulitis? Yeah. You have diverticulosis, right? Which means that it's never My turned diverticulitis. into. Diverticulitis is when it gets infected. Okay. Yeah. That, have you had that? No, but I've ha- I have the pockets. Yeah, like so I little, you gotta, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't even know what. I think you keep them for good too. It's nice. It's like a little new thing that you have. It's like a chia pet. Like you always have it. And just nobody throws herpes. it in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like herpes. Like yeah, herpes. It's kind like of like herpes. herpes. It's a good point. It is. Um, so the reason that you guys are here today is you do, um, and I've heard you do quite a few of these. How many karaoke episodes have you done? We've done uh, maybe four, four, somewhere around there. If we be. don't count the times that you guys come and we treat you like karaoke, okay. then we go with four. <laughs> so the, I think they three to do, four. If you go to on riotcast.com and you listen to the whole, uh, you will you will see great name by the way. Yeah, Thank you, you. And check, it's actually the glory hole. It, it, ah. We went it, back. You went back. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it depends on who I'm talking to. Okay, you know if I'm ta- you know if I'm at a family function, hey, I have a show called The Hole. The Hole. Yeah, yeah it's it's good now. We we've set it up so that it's kind of called both. So when I'm inviting a guest on, I'm like, hey, how you doing? We'd love to interview. The show's called The Hole. But at the same time, if it's like so, this guy, I'm like, yeah, welcome to Glory Hole. You know, we have a little both. So all right, class it up. So on the Hole slash Glory Hole, if you go to the website. Um, at riotcast.com slash glory hole slash uh, the hole or slash the glory hole okay um, you will see the previous episodes and you'll get to hear the uh, talent pool they're dealing Oof. with um, and that includes us talentless pool and but you know I, Richie you made a comment about how we do our karaoke you were very surprised that we have absolutely no processing on vocals or anything no, which it's is true very, it's very dry the vocals very up front and to be honest um, not all of them are like okay. The two the two gentlemen that are here right now, Chris and Rob, ha- are the ones that have the musical talent out of out of y- your cast. To be I honest, I was also on a karaoke episode. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me, let me rephrase that. So Chris and Rob are the only two <laughs> members. Of the so, I lobbed you that softball. Yeah. <laughs> that was an underhand slow pitch. So um, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm starting to think that was a hidden dig. <laughs> And we also just do it. Like, we just fucking plug it in and we just do it. And then that's right. it. However it comes out, right. you're um, done. That's it. So, the, and 
but like for example, the thing you really want to hear is like they have a guy in their show named Mr. Peepee yes. who has absolutely. Where's the show been all my life? Welcome to the hall, Mr. Peepee in the hole. Yes, we do. And oh, Mr. Peepee um, has zero uh, tone. I think negative tone is processing. More tone processing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He negative. has no idea what pitch he's singing whatsoever. I mean, um, the, the ladies do okay. Yes, they you, do. you know what I mean. Also, they're both hot, so it doesn't really matter. They doesn't can do whatever care, they yeah. want. Yeah. Oh, great, so, job. great job, Yeah, great, yeah, good, good, solid. That's but, how uh, we feel about Jared when he sings. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he's hot. So <laughs> but what they really, like but they really pick. don't do anything to to help them. They keep the vocal way up front. <laughs> you know what I mean. It, a lot of the times, they're not really too rehearsed, mm-hmm. and they pick very difficult songs to sing. <laughs> yes, and you know you're also mean? under the impression that I put any. Work into these at all, which that's I don't. what karaoke so, is. Like, there's yeah. not even yeah. any thought where point. I say, "Let me adjust the yeah. levels." I just turn it on. It's laziness <laughs> more than anything else. That's so, how we did our first C- the second T- CTV show. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. basically I'm the opposite of you in every production value you can imagine. <laughs> Everyone gets to that. I'm like your opposite. They pick He's their own songs too. So if someone picks a incredibly hard song, well then you're just a fucking idiot. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. Which I've done. I picked a Taylor Swift song once, and as it was going on, I'm like, "What?" Okay, so just just I want to go around the room real quick. Uh, say we're all at a karaoke bar, and you get what's your go-to karaoke song? Um, let me uh, d- let me make a huge mistake and ask Andy first. Well, and you have to play every uh, one of them then on the piano. <laughs> you got to make you got to force a little couple seconds of. What do I oh, fine, yeah, that's a good. Idea. Oh, you are Lionel Richie. Oh, that's, that's my good go-to. Go. All right, oh, Andy, that's a let's good hear song. it. Hey. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not singing it now. It's not our- oh, we're singing it now. So turn it to uh, turn it to encore. <laughs> this is what happens with that. That makes my life the food. It's the wrong key. It's, it's B flat. B flat. You are the sun. You are the rain. That makes my life this foolish. This is the kind of shit I could do all day. You guys do it and don't think twice about it. Like, I could just sit here and do all day and do it. Are you happy I had an what answer? Would you do? I'm, I'm, I'm not happy. I'm astounded that you had an answer. <laughs> you know, hey, Brandy, when you guys were in the car over here, did you say, Andy, Richie's probably going to ask you what your karaoke song is. So think of a freaking answer now so you don't now. stand there like a jackass like you do every other time. Just now I told him. Good. As you asked the question, I told him. Um, so uh, what's yours, Vinny? So, uh, what Frank Sinatra song is it? <laughs> 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 Joel. Joel. Have a great story what about William Frank, so Joel song? It's Go fun. On, it's fun that uh, he said Lionel Richie because this next song is written by Lionel okay. Richie and Michael Jackson. Okay. Oh, I know what song. There comes a time when we heed a certain call, when the world must come together as one. There are people dying, oh, when it's time to lend a hand to life, the greatest gift of all. We can't go on (laughs) pretending day by day. That someone, somewhere will soon make a change 
We are all a part of God's great big family Billy Joe And the truth <laughs> and No love is all we need Bruce Springsteen We are the world We are the children The choice we're making is saving our own lives. It's true we make it better days, and it's just you and me. Then please tell everybody what happened on the cruise. When please I did tell that? everyone right now. With that song? Yeah, who did that? Okay, with so you? Wait, pause, pause. <laughs> um, Vin and Anne Marie. And one of the bands they play with, they did a cruise for the Impractical Jokers, which yeah. is a show on True TV, hilarious show. But they do a, a annual cruise, and they're one of the house bands. So continue. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, nice. They, they so three. they have they have this thing called I don't have headphones. I don't know what I sound like right now. But they have this thing called Karaoke Killed the Cat. So all our Staten Island listeners who are around the cargo scene, I want to say like. 10 years ago or so, Karaoke Killed the Cat was a huge thing. I think it was Tuesday or Thursday nights. But anyway, they did Karaoke Killed the Cat every night and one night. So one night, I, I, I Joey Fatone from NSYNC was the host. of, of Joey Fat One? Joey Fat, Fat One. one. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, of course I'm going to milk this and do a song that has a lot of vocals and right it's really long, so I have a lot of stage time. I'm going to rope Joey into doing it with me. So That's great. Uh, by the way, like when the Impractical Jokers do karaoke, kill the cat, they don't give the person who sings karaoke a chance to sing the whole song. Like they all have to sing it with them, which oh, okay. makes it kind of fun because yeah. now, like, there's you know this girl from Arkansas now is now singing, you know, uh, ain't no mountain the, high enough, <laughs> right? Well, well, like it's gonna be me with yeah. Joey Fatone yeah. and Joey and Sal, yeah, and, like yeah. they're all hang- having fun. So there's like five microphones on the stage, and me and Joey Fatone are going back and forth doing the voices. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Cracking each other up it was really cool. That's so, pretty cool. That's was, awesome. Yeah, was, and they're not out on stage the whole time too. It's like they'll like make an appearance. The place explodes. I yeah. remember I was sitting upstairs. It was maybe three o'clock in the morning. One of the nights I'm sitting upstairs because it was the only place I could get food. And I'm talking with one of my other bandmates, and I hear a Billy Joel song come on. I go, yeah. hey, "It's probably Vin." Yeah. <laughs> I turn around, I look at the stage. It's freaking Vin. Dude, you may be right. I was like, the show had been over for about a half hour. At that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in the- so, uh, Andy Graziano, what's your or go to karaoke song. I'm sending my love down the well, all the way down. No, that's the Simpsons. Version. That's the Simpsons. <laughs> to be able to. I don't really know. Um, maybe the, maybe Mandolin Rain by by uh, Bruce Hornsby. <laughs> really? Nice. I don't know. I don't, I'm thinking if I was to do it again, I'd probably start with that one. Or yeah, actually, the one time I ever did karaoke, and it was a very bad decision, or whoever let me do it, I actually did Valley Girl by Frank Zappa. <laughs> oh my god, that's but, a, that's a karaoke track. It was a, I found it was at some place on like by like 14th Street and like Avenue A or something like that. I forget what it was called. I did that. Like you weren't supposed to do like the Moon Unit like rap parts, but that's what I did. I like, so anyway, my mother like do. makes me do the dishes. It's like somebody else's food. Now it's like grody, grody to the max. Like this whole stuff. People are like. Looking at their watches. <laughs> when will this idiot be done? <laughs> so, um, okay. Yeah. So we can't play that. Yeah, what's, right, what's right yours? We should just go to somebody Jared, else. Jared, what's yours? Um, I have two. Of course uh, you do. Of course. Um, when I lived in Chicago, I actually hosted um, for a band called the Hootenanners, um, live band karaoke, which is pretty much what we're doing now. Um, but we used to play a lot at a place called Peace, which was a bar um, owned by Rick Nielsen, 
um, from Cheap Trick. Yep. They serve nothing but peas. And one time I was doing it, it would always be like, if you've never done live band karaoke, it, uh, it's the same thing as regular karaoke. It goes a little bit like this. And I would, I would, I would always open with Lady by Styx. Nice. But then it turned into Rick Nielsen's like favorite thing. So every time he was there, he was like, Lady! <laughs> Lady! When you're with me, I'm smiling. <laughs> Give me whoa, 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 your love. We can stop there. Never heard that song before. No? Really? Um, who's that by? Six. Six. Oh, Six. Yeah, I know. But my, that, the air supply stumped yeah, you before also, yeah. right? But my weird actual go-to karaoke song is the, is the song I actually did on the whole episode of karaoke where I did, which is Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. 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 Produced yeah. by uh, Guess Horn. His Own Trevor Horn. <laughs> <laughs> The good thing about karaoke is the words don't The words. What's nice about live band karaoke? Live band karaoke, if you suck, the tape can actually stop itself. So, Amory, what's yours? I know you hate karaoke. I don't do karaoke. I beg to differ. I see a video of you singing Celine Dion. I forced her to do that, by the way. He actually forced me to do that. That was forced. Um, and we were also in Hawaii, so... I, you know what? It was such a dickhead moment for me, because we're, we're in a sushi restaurant, and, like, this one girl sings, and it was like, oh, she's so good! And I'm like... She ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Amory, go, go over there! Sick of... Like, I, I, turned it, I turned it to my dad, because my dad does stuff like that. And, and I hate when he does stuff like that. Like, all right, quick, quick question, a quick story. I think I told this on the Hanan episode, but my dad said, Richie, we're the NAMM show. Come with me. Um, George Benson's going to be doing, like, a little, like demo of his new guitar and it's like a very you know closed thing not a lot of people are coming okay so I'm standing there I'm in front of my dad and George Benson's out and he's playing and he goes anybody want to try the guitar I felt a hand <laughs> shove me and <laughs> I actually, actually I, I stumbled forward he goes oh hey man here play my guitar oh, and I turned well, around cool, and I looked at my dad like you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> he's going eh, eh, play the guitar in front of George Benson it's like okay but anyway. you know what like aren't you glad you did it then? no it's horrifying <laughs> but, but then uh, my friend Hanan who was on the show who knows George Benson I told him the story he goes yeah I saw someone videoed it and put it on YouTube oh. I said oh no he said, I was like was it bad he goes, he goes you were fine <laughs> which was a nice way of saying how, how yes long, it was bad how long ago was that it was like two, three years ago. That was like oh, I thought you meant like when you were in high school or something. Nope. No, well, the difference between then and, and now is I still can't play jazz, so it doesn't really matter. It could have, it could have been high school. What's jazz? <laughs> so anyway, Amory, go on. I'm sorry. Well, I don't really like to do karaoke, but if I do, um, which has been probably three occasions: once when we were in Hawaii, once with for Steve Korn's birthday yeah. in the city at Sing Sing. Oh my and god! And then once in New room. Orleans when you two got married, when Brandy and Andy got married. So I'll generally go for either um, really cheesy Disney songs. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so like I'll do a whole new world or something like that, depending. We did that at Steve Korn's birthday, a whole new yes. world. That's when we started that whole thing. Yeah. Um, suddenly Seymour is a go to. Mm-hmm. Like all cheesy musical theater stuff. Or like, you know, super nineties boy bandy stuff. Like something that makes no sense. Talk, talk. I, I talk, talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Which we learned, there's really, being in a 90s cover band for a week, um, there's really nothing to those songs. <laughs> it's the same stuff over and over for nine and a half minutes. What about Don't Let Go? Oh, that was so dope. Was so I don't karaoke good. that. Was so but good. that was so good. That was what, so good. What about you, Brandy? Um, usually, it's only when I'm super drunk that someone puts something on and forces me to sing. Sometimes it's fireworks. So now let's get on to the special guests today. And um, do, now I'm sure you have go to special, like retarded special. Yeah, yeah like what, yeah. <laughs> no, what, no, what's your what's your you don't care who's you know what it sounds like karaoke song. I really I don't sing karaoke either. Um, I've done the ones on the show a bunch right. of times, and I think there have only been like two other times I've sung karaoke, and I've done uh, Spin Doctors, Two Princes. Oh, that's I love a that. good song. Because that was just like the, the 90s. The 90s. D. One, two, princes near before you. That's what I said now. Princes, princes who adore you. Just go ahead now. This one. Yeah, the difference with karaoke is the lyrics are on the screen. Right, but then the next part That's the only reason why I sing the song is for that part, because that's just amazing. What about you, Robert? Uh, usually either I'll throw down a U2 or Beatles is what I always get accused of by... Uh, by Chris that I do oh, too oh, much. Oh, you stay in your wheelhouse? Uh, yeah, well, to a point. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I do, I do. Oasis. Well, U2 is not exactly always easy. It's like, I'll do um, uh, uh, With or Without You, which is not really a karaoke-friendly... Is that what you were doing? Surprisingly well. I, I know. I wonder why. 
why? Like, I was oh, not prepared oh, to do that. Almost like you get paid to play U2 songs. <laughs> Sometimes. So, Andy, if people want to come see you play U2 on the drums, Ooh. is there a, a venue for them to do that? Uh, yeah, you could look on the internets for the band, uh, the website, not U2. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Is that really the name? That, <laughs> the band it, is called To You. Oh, that's uh, Joe Kumi. Yeah, he plays yeah. with Joe Kumi. Yeah, yeah. Cool, very cool. Um, okay. Oh, I guess I didn't do mine. You guys yeah. know what mine is. I don't. You don't. For me. He came from somewhere uh, back in long ago. That's my one, but you guys have heard me do that plenty of times. If no, you give it to me, baby. Go no, back I... to Richie's YouTube channel, and you can <laughs> know, see our right? actual music video for it. Do you know what my new one is, though? Um, it's I was as wrong as I could be to let you get away nice. from me. I regret that. Don't even try to cop the chords. There, there's <laughs> me and Andy play a game with that song. There's, there's 17 modulations in it. Um, never gonna let you go. We're, we're doing that on an episode. Really? Yes. Yeah, you are. Yes. Oh, that's fucking. No, but it's gonna be one of those like. Hold you in my arms forever. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those. Me, me and Andy record it, and then but we're gonna have a counter in the corner with all the modulations. <laughs> that's a great idea. So let's let's get to it. So the reason of today's sh- the reason for today's show is that we're gonna be the backing band for your karaoke, and uh, we rehearsed this before. And um, full disclosure, I'm a little disappoint- disappointed because I thought this was gonna be like comically bad, but these guys practiced, which is no fair. <laughs> so. Well, you know, there's a big difference between the run-through and the real deal, so we haven't really done anything as of yet. Uh, also, um, you know, it's uh, it's the first time that we've played an instrument on any kind of karaoke right. at all, yeah. right? Uh, so, like, we're both yeah. playing so guitar. There's a layer of complexity of added yeah. to this. Yeah, and, and to give you an idea of what happens in my head versus you guys, you probably listened to the song twice, didn't even pick up an instrument, and were like, okay, I got it. So, yeah, verse, chorus, got it. Yeah, meanwhile, I'm standing in my underwear like 2 o'clock in the morning last night doing this song over and over and over again and, like, and debating whether to text you, I won't play guitar, I will play guitar, I won't play guitar, and I just kept going. And then going. you got a pain. So, God only knows. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I'm going to have a diamond. And he's pooping into his bloodstream. And it's, <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, this will be the first time that I've performed and sang for someone who's not my two-year-old in uh, two years. So it'll be I, an interesting I, I bet audience. you we're a less critical audience. She tells me to stop now. She'll walk over, put her hand on the neck of the car and go, no more guitar, Daddy. <laughs> okay, I, you know what? I, I have nieces, uh, five and two, and if me and Henry start doing a tune, they go, no, we want to hear the radio version, uh, not oh, your wow. version. Whoa. Yeah. And Man. it's usually Anne-Marie that goes over and puts her hand on your guitar and goes, no more guitar. Yeah. <laughs> no more guitar, daddy. <laughs> True modern so, um, consumers. Wait till they learn the joke. Who, who's going to go this? first? Which one of you guys wants to go first? first? Age before beauty, right? <laughs> oh, please. I have a little both right now. What do you you want to go first? Or? Uh, if you want me to, yeah, sure. I, don't, I mean, you already, you already got the I'm already the erect, so I might as well. Yeah, all right, exactly. Okay, so which tune would you like to play first? Um, let's go with uh, Tom Petty first. Okay. All right. And we're also going to like, I'm going to sing background yeah, yeah everybody can sing yeah. speaking of backgrounds let's let's go over those real quick so it's Good. 
guy. The cable. Oh. Oh, you want to plug in too? You show off. <laughs> We're gonna go song for song, or are you gonna go two and? Uh, we'll see. We'll figure. It. Well, let's see. Depending on how well he does, this might be his last song today. So, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> there's an inject button. Right last yeah. song ever. Maybe. Yeah, three Bud Lights have been pounded since uh, the first rehearsal for, yeah. for Chris. Uh, so I would say pounded. I'm say. I don't know. If they existed, then they don't. Three Bud Lights down. <laughs> Yes, today's episode is brought to you by Bud Light and Ricola. <laughs> okay. What's the tempo of this? That was it. Okay, ready? One, two, one, two, three, four. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sit down, Chris. That was, no, that was my fault. My fault. All right. One, two. Oh, one, two, three, four.
Justice Friends. Nice. 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 Wow. Very nice. Shot across the bow. Expertly done. Yeah, I like how you try to lay down the gauntlet on me. (laughs) (laughs) Let me, you know what? Let me get my acoustic and take you guys to another (laughs) show. I'll take you to another place. Oh, oh, I see what he did there. Very good, Chris. Good job. Thank you. Impressive. Great job, band. Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm heartbroken. Why? That's a Tammy Tom Petty joke. Oh. Tom Petty uh, and the. That's why I'm in the corner today. <laughs> Stay in the corner and stop with your jokes. Uh, <laughs> certainly a Tom Petty reference. I don't know. Are you in tune? Just give me a chord. <laughs> that's good enough. Close <laughs> a better life. You're not gonna notice a difference. <laughs> All right. So the the song you selected. Yeah. So we both selected two. So right. unfortunately, you're gonna get more. All right. Um, <laughs> this one is "Island in the Sun" by Weezer. Um, which is uh, just a cool song. So this one I'm going to sit for, but the rocker later. Oh, I'm standing. So you're so you're just trying to get give some like dynamic showmanship to what we're doing. I I try to do that in life. Richard. Okay, yes. just in general. But yes, that's what's exactly what I'm trying. Do you have to do. a wardrobe change for today? <laughs> no, I just take all my clothes off. Okay. It's like a Gigi Allen kind of thing that I have going. He practices in an underwear. So he sings. I did. I did practice in my in underwear. underwear. Like, yeah. It's the. So it makes it. I often talk. So it makes it rock and roll. Uh, let me tell like, you. Let me give you an example of how rock and roll that I am. Yes. I ironed the shirt. To come oh. Yes. 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 Can so we talk about that shirt for a second? That's, that's, a, that's a rock star shirt. We, you don't like the shirt. So you had posted something on Instagram. <laughs> no, this is not the one. There was a poll about whether or not you should buy a the shirt. Black or shirt or yeah. The black shirt. Yeah. Sixty-seven percent said yes. By the way. Okay. And I did, but I had already bought it before I got the results. So you felt confident <laughs> enough in the pattern on the shirt to buy it on your own. I like the, the shirt because the all I, black shirt. Yeah. People. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I like. I want to dare to be different. So you go ahead and wear your hoodie. I'm going to stand here. <laughs> Dare to be stupid. No, what what, what <laughs> are the little patterns outpost. on your shirt? Is that Doritos or something? No, it, it's, I don't, it doesn't really have any, like, Speckles? it's not like tiny little amoebas or anything. Okay. It's, just, it's like just yeah. patterns. He's like a it's, like a quartz, it's like a quartz countertop. See, it's one thing when I'm talking to you, but when I play and sing with this, it's all going to make sense. Yeah, it'll all come together. Right. Exactly. I got you. That's okay. what you need to the sex comes out. Right. The sex is going to come out. Exactly. As a matter of fact, it oozes from your perforation. If anyone Do is- I need to lose? <laughs> <laughs> If anyone is uh, pregnant uh, when you're listening to this, you're going to get twins by the time you sign up. All right. So let's uh, let's do this song. It's like a licking. I can just come lick you in the middle of the song. Yeah. All right, guys. So get ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you start, right? All right. Hip, hip. Hip, hip. Hip, hip. Hip, hip. When you're on a holiday, you can't find the words to say. All the So fine, I can't control 
Strum yeah, there. I'd like to thank the... my shirt. <laughs> it really did a nice job. I'm just kind of upset that we don't have like a babbling brook in the background or like I know, I horses know, yeah. running. Instantly, or... everyone just started bobbing once that's just like you that. can't help it with that song. I was on the stairs bobbing. There you go. Happens. So, how are you going to respond to that, uh, Chris? Yeah, what do, you, what do you got? What do you got? I mean, I think the only play is 80s. Okay. I think that's, that's the wanna, only. Can you hang this so, you're going to go low, huh? When they go low, we get high. Does that go here? Sure. Why the hell not? You gonna be okay with that back there? Yeah, I'll figure it out. Don't blame me. Blame the real estate market in Staten Island. When I when I saw Weezer a couple years ago at PNC with Blink. They opened for Blink and they destroyed Blink One Eighty Two. By the way, but um, opened up for Blink Of course yeah, they would. That was like the that was like the Blink reunion. So that they were like the hot thing. Yeah. Who asked for that? <laughs> I don't know. Some promoter somewhere. <laughs> but um, it didn't say it on the ticket. They were just like, and here's Blink One Eighty Two. People were like, really? But when it came time for Island in the Sun, the whole band left the stage except for Rivers, mm-hmm. and he went. He he looped the song. He oh. he went to the drums first, played the drum nice. beat, looped it, played the. Um, 
acoustic looped it, played the bass looped it, then uh, picked up the electric, and he played the whole song together. And then slowly the band came out on stage for the bridge. That's pretty cool. So it was it was cool to watch yeah. him like construct it. Yeah, and he started cool. playing the drums. It sounded like uh, Billy Jean at first because it's the same thing. Oh, because it's the same beat. Yeah. yeah, and then. He built it. It was it was really cool Wait, to watch. That's when I thought I was singing. Actually, I just, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I I just did such a bad job. It became another song. And that's All right, Rick Ocasek. Yeah. Man, that's the first one, dude. Can you uh, make it a little dirty? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. So who who here All loves right, the Pretty right. Woman soundtrack? Um, are you in tune? <laughs> because is that on the Pretty Woman soundtrack? Yeah. So Chris is about the to. The fact uh, that you know that, Jared. Enough. Is another concern. Oh. <laughs> is that Richard Gere? Yes. All right. So you you picked a really tough one. I, I'm very impressed and uh, curious to see how you do this one. Let's this, not this be too impressed, vocal. okay? <laughs> you know, let's wait till we play. <laughs> it's, it's a bold choice. That's what I'm trying to say. Bold choice. <laughs> we will say though that every time somebody heard this song, it was like, "Oh, I like that song." It's an earworm, man. Yeah. yeah. I just like to let you guys know if it goes well by the second verse, I am going to stick my finger in Chris's ass to see if we can get it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like when, it, it, when my cat, they took my, even I took my cat to the vet and they put my cat down and they said, "Okay, let's." And they put the thermometer and my cat just went. This <laughs> <laughs> is the exact noise I want to get out of him. Yeah, but Chris doesn't live in a tent in your yard. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> All right, uh, Andy, I believe you start this. Are you guys all ready? That oh, hold on. Andy's very, Andy's very proud of the drum set that I might replace later. So let's listen to it right, right now. Really <laughs> quick. Ooh. You, can, can, we get, uh, can we get a tambourine bit. test? Look at that. Two tambourines. <laughs> Look at the joy on his face. I know. I He's it. very impressed with He's himself. Pleased. All right, let's do it. Thank you. 
got a new song to do at karaoke's. <laughs> Should I ever go to one again? That was really good. Good job. Good job. Okay, he did it. Thanks, geeks. It's going to be God. tough. It's going to be tough for you to uh, recover from that one, Rob. Well, you know what? The only way to really recover from something like that is to just fucking rock out power pants. <laughs> how, how's your full settle, Rob? <laughs> Richie, you should Stop actually it. love that song because it's very like Catherine Hepburn in the middle. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> No one else. He's a sucker. Sorry, <laughs> BG is Catherine Hepburn. That's true. So I guess this is going to be the last tune of the uh, of the show. Yeah, but uh, we'll probably make you do thirty eight more. <laughs> well, Vinny has a gig to go to right after this, so this is going to have to be the last tune. You know, in my mind, when I practiced this yesterday, I was jumping around the room, and then I realized that we're going to be in like a phone booth setting. Yeah, here. sorry. <laughs> so it's going to be like I'm, I'm going to. Do my best. There's to, no rocking out of the basement, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so I've always been a big fan of uh, Matthew Sweet, especially when he does three to four minute just rock out catchy songs. And this is always one that I really liked. And then I told you about it before I actually tried to do it. Right. So now that I've tried to do it, now you're committed. See, we're going to see exactly. <laughs> I don't have a choice now. I'm in on it now. All right. You started off, right? Yep, I do. Wait, what did Chris do to my guitar? Let me make sure this is right. He sabotaged okay. it. Rocked with it. I think that's just what making I sure. Shredded. Just making sure. Are right, you guys ready? Look at you, something is 
I think you guys represented yourselves very well here. Like I said, I feel a little gypped. I thought I was going to hear some awful singing and playing, but I heard very, very competent, very good singing and playing. Well, I was you gonna, bastards. Well, That's not good I was going to do <laughs> the song I told I was going to do instead of the Matthew Sweet was Linkin Park's What I've Done was my first choice. Right. That may have gone wrong. That, <laughs> that may have gone very wrong. A lot of I had also floated my Sharona, but that didn't end That's up true. working Richie, out. Richie oh, is like yeah. 22 minutes I, uh, of the same You know, know the problem is, when you first think about my Sharona, you go, sure. The bridge, though, goes on for like yeah. five minutes. Yeah. There's like an eight-minute <laughs> like, I'm like, I could play that, and then I think, wait a minute. You look at your, your, your iPhone and go, why is this song seven minutes long? If it's just... <laughs> it's, 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 it's that whole like... What are, any other ones that you didn't that you were gonna pick that you didn't? Um, I had, I was thinking of um, one by you two. I was thinking that That's one right. also. Yeah, we both sang that one yeah. with Richie, I think. Yeah, I was also thinking of going completely different, and it was there was a '60s one, "Sugar Sugar" by the Archies. Oh, oh yeah. 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 written by a sta- uh, well, by a Staten Islander. <laughs> uh, was it? Yeah, you got a lot Ron, of Ron back knowledge on that. Yeah, he one. does. Oh, he's yeah, great. He he's, it's great. I, re- I, I, I research every possible scenario so I have it ready. No. I was also considering... Um, Damn it, he, he's going to mention Sugar Sugar. I have to know Ron Dante. Uh, Wicked Garden, Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, but yeah. I, my voice just doesn't fit enough. I, it's too much tenor, not enough baritone. So. It's, a theme. it's a theme of the songs. That's the other thing. Like in, your, in your head, it's always a good idea until you try it once oh, or twice. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other ones there was that... I, I wanted to do it. There was a, the sticks one to uh, come sail away, but I know Jared. That's you did that so on actual have, karaoke. I did. I did it on our regular karaoke, so right. that got dismissed. Well, uh, I was going to give you a Justin Timberlake song at one point, but you know, this is where we've landed. I'm glad we did because this was pretty easy for us. We, we landed. <laughs> well, that was the other thing. Wheels down, baby. High five. Yeah, yeah, you guys pulled it off. Absolutely. How about a nice round of applause for our guests today, Rob Sprantz and Chris Fortney? Um, so if they want to see you guys uh, or follow you on Twitter, where, where, where do they go? Uh, you go to riotcast.com or follow us on Twitter. You go to Rob Sprantz on Twitter. Yeah, and you are? I think I'm still on Twitter. Uh, maybe you are. <laughs> As at, you can tell, like, it's going to be hell of a feed. The whole Chris, maybe? I don't the know. Whole Chris. I never tweeted. Chris. Don't follow me. I don't Courtney Love for a while. I'd be a better that. That's what it says, know. but the handle's the whole Chris. I don't have time for social media. This <laughs> yeah, is very important. Social man. media. I'm just yeah. taken back. I thought the guitarist hanging in Rob's house like came with the house. <laughs> the decoration. <laughs> they're just always there. Like when we recorded his house, it's just they're just in the background. I was like, what do you do with those? Rob has a picture frame in his house with the pictures in it that come in the picture frame <laughs> when you buy the picture frame. He's absolutely right. So, Who, Who's this really attractive black family in the picture frame? <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. It was a gift. It's like I have a um, wide circle of friends. It's like a, yeah, it's like a picture frame but also like you open it up and you can store stuff inside it. And I hung it up. It looked really nice. I said, eventually I'll go to pick all the Wait, pictures. Wait, is this a true story? It's a true yes. story. Yes, it's in his house. So I told them like they were – everybody came to the house. We did an episode of the whole at my house. We had a barbecue and I told them 
anybody uh, and Jarrett was mad because he had something to do with it. Um, <laughs> At a wedding, unfortunately. And, I, and they were pointing out different weird things like as you do to go to anybody's house and I said there's one Easter egg in his house if anybody can find it. <laughs> there's something here that's very, very strange. That's, and that's what it is. Yeah. So, and it's still to this day still. has photos that came with the frame because I've never gone around it's it. It's friends of the Chinese doctor family. I heard a story. It looks like, the whole thing looks like a Benetton ad. Like it's yeah. the most like diverse thing. You girl on the beach. Before yeah. I flush it with all you know the, people. the movie producer Brian Grazer? Yeah. Apparently his thing is like if he goes to house parties, he brings like a, a small framed picture of himself uh-huh. and leaves it like in the house That's somewhere. That's <laughs> excellent. That's, That's a great so idea. Great. That's, That's something so that, I was, that I've always wanted to do yeah, and just never cool. thought that of That is it. such a great idea. I did that for Andy and Brandy's wedding gift. <laughs> I gave them money and I gave them – instead of writing a check, I gave them stacks of singles. So I gave them like you know $200 in singles. And then I, I printed out <laughs> singles on a color printer and put my face on them and then put them in the middle of the stack. Oh, and then uh, Brandy manages a restaurant in Brooklyn and she just, she was just like, oh, look, we got all these singles. I'll just trade them out and put them in the register. Whoops. And then somebody was giving change and they were like, um, there's <laughs> fake money in this <laughs> stack. How long did it take to find that? Like, like a week. Like months after? Like a week. I, I did something for, when my sister got married because uh, my brother-in-law had never seen Star Wars, my younger sister, and I thought that was disgraceful that she was bringing someone into the family who hadn't seen the movie. So uh, when it was time to give them a wedding gift, I gave them the Star Wars six box set, right? And, and, and no cash. And they were just like, and they were just like, ah, you know, it's Richie, he's weird, whatever. You know, no one was mad at me, but my mother knew that I put like a grand in, in inside the box. You know what I mean? So I like, Somebody better open that. Yeah. So my so like gonna sit there collecting so dust. So after the wedding, ever just settled down. My mom's opening the presents, like the the gifts for my sister. And and Lauren goes, oh look, Richie got a Star Wars. That's cool. And didn't and she was so sweet. Didn't want to like you know call me an asshole. Yeah. And my mother was sitting there going. <laughs> <laughs> Like, ah, this is something I'm supposed to like find out in like 12 years. <laughs> she couldn't hold it in. She right? couldn't hold it. Yeah. That was my joke. Like, you know, Moms. I'm gonna wait and <laughs> go to the house. Say, oh, I see you haven't opened Star Wars yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like a you know the rainy day fun. Exactly. <laughs> Rob, is there something in your house that like somebody bought you as a gift and you're like, oh, thank you, and then you have to. Put it out every single time they come because you don't have it out normally. That's usually me, actually. I get put out before. Um, no, I don't think so. Um, no, not really. I don't get many housewarming gifts or guests. There's a lot that of like, you know, that, she's that, actually right. I don't that. have any guests. That's a very good point. That's yeah. a true point. He does not invite people over. That's true. But I did it. I did have the barbecue, but it was all I was guilted into it. But I, I did do it, and it was a good time. And, but you couldn't make it because you had some kind of like. I'm sorry. Stupid people get stupid married because yeah, they're exactly. in stupid love with each other. You're always at a wedding, Mom. Seriously. I officiate them. <laughs> he does, and he's really good at it. Speaking of which, if you want something a little different at your wedding and you want a customized experience, you don't want to go with the regular priest, rabbi, um, gender neutral officiant. You want to have something special. You want to have. You get all of that. What am I, a Ken doll? Do you I just like- have daisies instead of like genitalia? No, I know that's not true. But. <laughs> If you if you want something custom tailored, do you like Star Wars? Do you like Star Trek? The Simpsons, Family Guy. If you want Harry cues Potter. from oh, Harry, Harry Potter, if you want pop culture to be part of your wedding ceremony, what you want to do is contact Jared Prespin. He will make a wedding ceremony customized just for you, and it'll be unforgettable. Do you really do so, that? something your family members will be talking about awesome. amongst themselves quietly for the whole duration yeah. of the year? 
I didn't know that. That's he, he's cool. he's at, I don't give him compliments a lot because he doesn't deserve them, but he's really excellent at this. <laughs> what, wait, what about what, what's the weirdest? What's the weirdest one you've ever done? Um, it's uh, it was like outside and it was raining and I was making all these jokes. The thing is, is I'll personalize it for the bride and groom, so I'll make like little references and stuff like that. And one of them was um. Uh, the couple really, really liked The Nightmare Before Christmas. So I was throwing all these, like, you know, lyrics in there and, and things. And the audience was just like, I don't know. Staring I, at you. I <laughs> don't. I don't know. The the one I saw him do, it was – he almost did, like, a stand-up routine. And and, and it was hilarious. Like, it, it was captivating. It was That's really great. good. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing about that is the first thing that I say at every single wedding is something I stole from an actual priest at a wedding that I went to, which he goes – Hi, my name is uh, Jared Pressman. I'm going to be uh, officiating the ceremony today between uh, Richie and Anne-Marie. Uh, the ceremony should take about 10 to 15 minutes. I just find that people like to know that. <laughs> and I was like, that's genius. I, I do like to know that. Yeah, that I know. It's so sitting true. behind the piano, like, what am I in for? <laughs> the question is always, is, is it a mess? Because you know if it's a mess, like you're not getting out of there. Right? Well, because yeah, 10 every to 15 minutes, there's a sigh of like <sighs> every 15, every wedding I've ever gone to is always like I now pronounce you man and wife. Now Susan is going to come up and sing a passage from Corinthians. <laughs> Another 45 minutes. All right, so here's, here's a, so here's a question: How close do you need to be to go to church and reception versus just reception? Oh. You need to be like at least first cousin. <laughs> <laughs> right, I thought, I, I thought you meant geographically speaking. No, no, no. Well, that's another thing too. <laughs> no, like that, how, that's why you're married. Yeah, because like, well, there's some places that do both in the same place, which is the the best of. That's both that's that's, that's what we did. Yeah. 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 Most of the weddings of I do are like that. That's, that's yeah. Totally. See, those are the best ones because the there thing, are ones yeah. where like it's like be at the church and there's people more religious. Like muzzle Yeah, right, be at the drink. church at twelve o'clock <laughs> and receptions at four thirty, and it's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Go get hammered. That's the church at twelve o'clock, then the reception doesn't start till like seven. Yeah, I think my. What am I going to do in Long Island for four hours? I think my brother-in-law Joe started the cocktail hour during our reception. Like, I, I think I think I saw him like you know eating some sort of uh, sushi or something. <laughs> he brought yeah. that. Well, actually, it's a funny story. When when at the place we got married, when you um, the bridal suite for everybody in the you, you remember this, Andy? Yes. Mm-hmm. They they have um, and you too, but they have a like a spread just for the bridal party, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to. Do, I wanted to hang out with all the guests, so I just left. So I forgot something in the little bridal suite. So I came back and I saw my brother-in-law Joe by by himself in, in the this in, in the bridal suite with. Eight plates, right? <laughs> like having himself a party just by himself. Like, I came back, I'm like, and I just started cracking. I'm like, whoa. He's like, <laughs> he thought he was at the win. He's like, there's no line here. There's no line. I, he had full, he had everything full access. It was, it was a, I think I took a picture of it. why the bridal suite exists so you can escape. And you have a picture of that. Too. I took a picture of it. My favorite part about the place that you guys got married was I know you guys were looking for you know different locations and different venues and you weren't really sure what you wanted. And then somebody suggested uh, the place you got married, Russo's on the Bay in, in uh, Brooklyn? In Queens. In Queens. And you walked in and you were like, hi, we're Richie and Anne-Marie. We're here um, to, to talk about uh, possibly doing yeah. our wedding here. And they were like, oh, hang on a minute. Help yourself to some cookies. They're over there. And the story you told me was you went, grabbed one of the cookies, and with your mouth full, you were like, we're getting married here. <laughs> so can I, can I add to that story? Can Go I ahead. Over and add to this? Yeah. 
I was adamantly against getting married at this place because yeah. it was just like the Ginzo of all Ginzo places <laughs> you could get married. Yeah, they it, it, it's back. stages. And yeah. It, yeah. I was like, it was brought up very early on in the process. I was like, no, absolutely friggin' not. Absolutely not. And then we go there and I'm sitting there and I'm like, she, I can't believe you made she me did, do She this. did it just as a courtesy. To I like, did it like, as a courtesy. To, not even to you, like to your family, yeah. you know, everybody. They were like, yeah. why don't you really check it out? You might yeah. like it. Yeah. You know, they redid it since. I'm like, oh, fine. So we go in there. Richie, Richie goes over. He takes a macaroon. A macaroon. It wasn't even a rainbow cookie. Yeah. It wasn't even like the thing that you think he would take. <laughs> he takes a friggin' macaroon. He puts it in his mouth. And if you've ever seen Richie make this face, his eyes, he just goes, his eyebrows go back and his eyes really widen. You see the whites of his eyes. And then he looked at me. He goes, he didn't even say a word. He just took a macaroon and shoved it in my mouth. He's like, this is the place. I was like, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. well, that was no... Pastries are very important to Every me. other place smelled. Well, it smelled like... Real. Catering halls smell. Like, we do, we do lots of weddings, yeah. everybody yeah. here. They stink. And, like, the, the, the rugs, they're, like, they, they, they soak up the beer mm-hmm. and chicken and... Pregnancy. Chicken. Like, <laughs> pregnancy. And it goes along with those nights. And like, moistness of No, but you know what name. I mean? Like, you know that, that catering hall yeah, smell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, this place Russo's, doesn't smell and the food's good. I'm, no, I'm Russo's, sold. They ha- You're they talking about the, Russo's, right? Yeah. yeah. They had, I went to a, a function there and they had the, was probably the greatest like cocktail hour yeah. like, ever. The food yeah. was great. But yeah. I'll tell you one thing about that place is a lot of good fellas walking around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was oh, yeah. there, a lot of envelopes flying around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, they had, out of all, like, I play weddings every single weekend. I'm actually going to leave for a wedding in about an hour. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we got to wrap this up. Yeah. And Nanita's in the park are by far the greatest cocktail hours you'll ever have. Really? Ever. And, um, where is this? Batello's pretty dope. Nanina's in Belleville. Oh. Yeah, Nanina's yeah, is the true. most fantastic cocktail hour. It's very hour good. I'm a fan of the West Mountain. Uh, I'm actually playing the West Mountain tonight. Is that where you're going tonight? Yeah. I, did, I did a gig awesome. with her band at, at Nanina's at the park. And I went to the cocktail hour. I'm like, you guys don't have to pay me. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Did you see like, the prosciutto? The, the prosciutto cake? I had everything. I couldn't play. I had everything. I had to lower my strap. <laughs> <laughs> the more prosciutto there, the better the one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had a whole seven-layer cake made out of prosciutto. Oh, this is God. real Ginzo stuff oh, you hear right now. Oh, I just are you just, kidding me? Take my <laughs> breath away. I, I just made Rich's face on that one. <laughs> Alright, I'm hungry. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> On the drums, Andy Escalise. Yeah. On keyboards, Vin Innocente. Yeah. On guitar, Andy Graziano. Yeah. On background vocals and sass, Jared Brestman. <laughs> playing the sass. I'm playing the sass. <laughs> Our peanut gallery on the stairs, Anne-Marie Castellano. Yeah. Brandy Metaxas. Our special guests today, Chris Fortney. The Godfather, Rob Sprantz. And since this is technically an episode of... I just boo me. (laughs) In In life, I boo you. But since this is technically an episode of The Hole, maybe Rob should end it as he normally does. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, Later, motherfucks.